everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is December 26, 2023. Look at that. This is now the last show of the year. I know I promised you the last Wait, one. I don't know. I can come back this week <laughs> if we need to get to it. Unless you're gone on Thursday. Are you gone on Thursday? I'm probably around. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Good. Your fucking Dodgers are killing me. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. do another, we'll do another <laughs> my, one. My uh, the only reason why I say that, Dave, yeah. sorry, is because week after next, I'm gone like the okay. entire week. So I, w- I would like All to. All right. Let's do it. Fuck. Yeah. All right, next to last show. <laughs> Unless I end up in the hospital like I love to do anytime I promote anything. Hey, when I mentioned Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools, man. Yesterday oh, was Christmas. Boy. I hope somebody found out they're getting a brand new pool. It'd probably be the hero of the family to tell everyone, guess what? We're getting a brand new pool in 2024. Alan Taylor is standing by year-round, though. The weather is always great. Absolutely fantastic week, isn't it? Christmas week when most people are watching snow and freezing. Alan Taylor has it set up where you can go swimming in your own backyard. All you have to do is ask about available financing and call this number, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. We love telling you what uh, people that have actually bought the pools had to say. This came from Steve S. We actually got quotes from several other contractors before having the work done. And while Alan's bid wasn't the cheapest, the high-quality materials he used made up for the small difference in price. That's exactly it, Dave. I, I was just telling my kids over the weekend, man, we probably can all look back and think about a time when you cut corners. Yep. And you regret it almost immediately. Maybe you got that shitty bed or a shitty couch, shitty TV. You hire a guy to come out and hang the TVs. He tells you he's going to be here today and then not going to show up till yeah, Thursday. I know what you're talking about. God damn it. <laughs> Forget to hang up the phone. You're so frustrated. And then, but I'll tell you the one thing: none of that's going to happen with tailor-made pools. And uh, it was fun. Amy called me a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, had a little part to do with Alan's uh, Christmas present. Perfect. Yeah, I love those two men. They're they're always thinking, always ahead of the curve. And when they do it in their personal relationship, you know they're doing it in their professional relationships as well. You're going to love it. Give him a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Also, Kyle Flickers, your guy to help you with the website. Make sure everything with your website needs is working in the right direction going into 2024. Make sure you call Kyle Flickers. His website, of course, that he is now dealing with his business, I should say, is mithralmedia.io. I guess that would be the website. Mithralmedia.io. Right now, Kyle would like to offer you 10% off still. He hasn't told us not to say that anymore, so it's 10% off. If you mentioned Dave and Jeff sent you, Kyle's number is 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Shout out to Flugs, not in the main Dave and Jeff League, but in our secondary league. I appreciate him taking his beating on Christmas Day and letting me advance to the finals against my son, Cade. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, Flugs just laid down like a hack. I got a question about that guy in league. Go ahead. We'll get to it in a second. But right now... For your website, so many of you have found out that there's a bunch of different things where you probably need help. It could be design and development, management and maintenance, media and marketing, content and creative. One or all of those can be handled by Kyle and his team. It starts at mithralmedia.io. Let them know Dave and Jeff sent you for that 10% discount. All right. Got a quick fantasy football question sure. for you. So we're in, I'm in three different leagues, two of them with Jeff and yeah. listeners. Yeah. Okay, the one I'm confused about is the one I played your son yesterday. I just beat him last week. How, how am I still playing him? No, they, it, 16, 15 and 16, it was a combined two weeks Why? in the semifinals. Something ESPN said. God dang it. Fuck that league, man. Yeah. God, uh, we're I, gonna, how did I win last week and lose this week and I'm out? You're out, right? I'm out. Yeah, so you lost to Cade or Jack? I lost to uh, Cade. Cade. 
Yeah. So he moves on. Was so, Jack even playing this year? I think everybody yeah. kicked Jack's ass. Uh, everybody but Laura. <laughs> Do you know what's great about Laura? Yeah. I'll tell you this story. So, yeah. And, I, Dave, I didn't look at it because you yeah. just, look, it's a lesson I learned. And, and Flugs runs our main league. Yeah. I set up a secondary league for Erica, Laura, my sons to be in, Dave's in, Costa's in. Ernie. Ernie. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, you just, I set it up on ESPN. Yeah. Because everybody has the app. But as a commissioner of the league, I have to accept responsibility. <laughs> you Bobby Ross. Yes. I just <laughs> let them use their league settings. Yeah. And what I didn't really realize is that it's 15 and 16 for the semifinal, and it's 17 and 18 for the final. Ah, 17, 18 sucks. What if Terrible. you guys are not playing? Ter- I know. So I trusted the worldwide leader. Oh, Jesus. And now I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Um, but yeah. Hold on. Uh, who's in the finals again? Me and Cade. Yeah. Okay. How embarrassed are you? I am embarrassed. <laughs> really? It looks pretty rigged. Well, I traded for Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, in the first round. Yeah. How the hell? Yeah. I was under protest. Just brother right. gave gave him two first round players in the in the very first round. What the fuck happened here? We'll uh we'll get to all of that oh on Thursday God. because there's really only one story that people want to hear. Spanos thinks John Spanos is getting a fair shake, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Uh there's only one thing that people want to hear from us and we're going to cut right to it. So let's take you to the timeline as to what was a very very interesting locally in sports radio. We go back to last Thursday. So last Thursday would be the 21st. I'm at my desk. I'm off Friday, so I'm trying to get some things cleared out. David's 10 after 3. Yeah. I looked at the clock. 10 after 3, I get a text message. The text message reads, Kintera out at 97.3 the fan. Crazy. Craig and Annie coming in. Wow. So I knew he was out. I knew so the show. all the details. Right then. Yeah. I text the person back who I trust a lot. I said, really? Are you sure? And they said, yeah, we're surprised he didn't have it. Was it Craig? No, I'm joking. <laughs> it was not Craig. <laughs> I'm just joking. So I go to 97.3. I'm looking at Coach's Twitter. Coach hasn't said anything, which tells me we've been in those meetings. Yeah. He's probably getting blown out right then. Yeah. There's no need for me to be TMZ. I trust my source. I know, but... John's been a friend of ours for 25 years. I don't need to tweet coach out Craig and Annie in. So I texted you. Yeah. I text Mike who immediately says, can I run with it? No, asshole. You Wait, didn't have Costa it. Costa said that? Costa wanted to print it. What does he want to run with it? He does nothing at all. That's nothing. Near, nothing close to radio anymore. I know. How so, can I run? Can I run with this? So now I go to listen <laughs> to the end of coach's show. Yeah. To see if he says anything. Amazing job by 97.3, whether it's Braden or whoever. Wait, wait, doesn't Coach Show ends at two? Oh, shit, you're right. Ends at two. Okay, sorry. So I got it right after three. I was thinking he went till three. You're right. He ends after two. I swear to God, dude, I hate to step on your story, but I thought you found out after one. When when I looked, I can go back and look, but I'm pretty sure you had it a little bit after one o'clock from the text message you sent me while he was still on there. That's why it makes sense you went to his show. Fuck. Okay. Well, either way. Okay. Coach is out. And Craig and Annie are coming in. Now, let me, let's just start before we get into everything with Coach. 
I was talking about this with Scott Kaplan tonight, who becomes a part of this story too. Jesus. Okay. Scott and I said, Dave, you tell me the thing. Coach, it had been determined was going to be out. When you and I have been out, and we know we're not coming back on Monday. Yeah. I won't speak for you, but there was a part of it where it was like, okay, well, if I'm not coming back, I hope at least goes to somebody I like because I'm out. I don't want it to go to a douche. I remember when we got blown out at KFMB and it was Laura Ingram. That show sucked. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like comp. It wasn't like someone who does what we do. Right, but but yeah. but for sports yeah. in this situation, if I'm coach and I'm out, like they're making the call. Yeah. If Craig gets it, Craig's a grinder. Yeah. My point is, coach did sports. Craig does sports. Laura Ingram, I wouldn't. I didn't feel anything for Laura Ingram. But my point being is that if you are being replaced, yeah, let you be replaced by somebody who's a good person. Put some time in. Right? As opposed to losing your job to a complete douche. Maybe you don't think that way. 100% no. I'll be honest with you. Whoever replaced me, I want them to fail miserably so they miss me and show they made a mistake. Well, that may happen. Okay. I mean, honestly, that's how my brain works. What I, why would I want him to do well? I'm no, not getting I don't his want paycheck. You, I don't want him to yeah. do well. I'm just saying, when I left 1090, they replaced me with that dumb fuck from Phoenix, JD. Uh, the, <laughs> remember that guy, the politician? Was he the guy you posted in that that thing? I, I didn't even know that who was the Norm was. Foyer. No, who was the one besides Norm Foyer you posted? Which Norm, one? and then there was a younger guy. You oh, posted someone else. All to right. you and Darren? Yeah, to Darren and me. All right, I don't know. So okay, I'm getting I'm like, off who track. Who the fuck's this guy? So, coach gets blown out. Yeah. Craig and Annie are coming in. Dude, I've died. How many media people you have touched since Thursday? Like that I've touched, th- th- meaning that all the names and then Darren's involved, and then I, there's well, so many people you're going to mention in the next hour at least. Yeah. So he's out. <laughs> so the immediate thing that I I think, which I wrote, is how bullshit it is of Odyssey. Odyssey is a shitty company. They are full of black widow spiders in there at the management level that that bite at the neck to take you out. And to take Coach out at this point, a couple of days before the holidays, is just the most chicken shit, bullshit move ever. And the funniest thing that I absolutely got confirmed, which tells you how gutless and how horseshit Odyssey is as a company, they fucking have the balls to ask Coach to work on Friday. We're firing you on Thursday. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I had it. Coach was lined up to work on Friday. Yeah. That's when I ripped him. Hey, happy holidays, John. By the way, we're all going on vacation, and we don't have anything lined up for tomorrow. Can you come in and work? So that's when the story started amongst- John, I'm sure, said yes. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, if they're holding your final check, which they legally can't do, but in the moment- there's so many people that listen to 97.3, which is great. Sports stations traditionally have not done well here. So to see the local 97.3 doing well, Very well. is yeah. great. And a tribute to all of the guys that work there, grind, and built that thing from the ground up. When you remember, they had the guy who talked about jumping off the bridge. Yeah. <clears throat> they Somebody had Rich- just brought that up to me the other day. They changed the name of the station. Dude, they had Rich Herrera. I mean, they've had... Uh, fucking guys go through there and they built it. They put their time in. 
and they are where they are. They've earned it. Yeah. There's a difference between the guys that walk through that door yep. and the people that listen to the radio in your car. A lot of you are incredibly confident that you know everything about this business, which you don't. But when you start getting arrogant about it, and when you start getting stupid about it, that's embarrassing to you. There were a lot of you that ran with the narrative. The coach had known this for a month. That's crazy. I can't say to you enough how fucking dumb you are to think that. Yep. Jesus Christ. Some of you are parents. <laughs> you don't. The, the greatest example I can think of is Stacy Taylor at KFMB. Yeah. Stacy Taylor got blown out and KFMB made the mistake of giving him one final show as Odyssey was lined up to do with coach on Friday. Yeah. It was such a disaster because everybody was just calling in saying how stupid KFMB was, how much KFMB sucked. And then Cliff Albert, who was our former news director and program director called, of course you put him on the air. You're fired. What do you give a shit? And Cliff gets on the air and says, we want to hire you at Kogo. And that got out over the air. It doesn't happen. As soon as coach was out, we knew it. He didn't know for a month. John will be here. We already confirmed with John. He's coming down to tell this story. I get that you're all loyal to your favorite shows over there. That's great. But Jesus Christ, man, figure it out. You're not going to turn a guy loose for a month with a microphone because when you're out, word gets out. And word got out immediately. John was out and it becomes a story. Immediately before he's even off there. Dave and I had it happen to us June 22nd, 2007. We walk in um, eight days away from flying to Hawaii to get married. My fiance is pregnant with twins. We walk into Free FM where we are told we're fired. You're gone. But we need you to do your last show. And then they asked us to do an additional two hours. <laughs> we said, fuck you. We're barely doing this show. But we went in and we did that last show and we didn't say anything. You know why we didn't say anything? Because Clear Channel was listening. Bob Bollinger sends me a text during that show. At that time, Bob Bollinger ran Clear Channel. What happened? I said, we got fired. Dave and I didn't say shit because we wanted to let them believe we were team guys. We took the bullet. We got hit. It's when Palais had the brilliant idea. Sopranos had ended the previous Sunday. We end on a Friday Jim Daniels, our boss, is fired too. He comes in to run the board. Palais said, let's close with Journey and go dark. The average board op would probably go dark for two seconds. Jim Daniels didn't give a fuck. He was out the door too. We had to have been dark for, Dave, eight to ten seconds. Oh, I think it took it to 30. I think it took it the entire 30. Like, it just went black. Crazy yeah. long. Yeah. And people immediately knew what had happened. We didn't yeah. say anything. The only reason we did that show, the only reason we didn't blow up Don Imus, who got us fired for the nappy-headed hose comment, when Dan Mason pulled the plug on every talk station. On CBS, yeah. Because, Dave, am I wrong? Bob Bollinger and Brian Wilson are texting us at that time, what's going on? Yeah. 
I'm getting married. I'm got a fiance who's pregnant. I got a mortgage. And when we come home, we got a job. Yeah. Right. That's right. You play the game. Yep. For any of you, I get your loyalty to your favorite shows. And that's great. Don't, don't put stuff out. Like he's known for a month. No, nah, he wouldn't. God, be, God. He's not that good of an actor. Nobody's that good of an actor. No. And there's too many people in that building that talk. Exactly. That word would have got up. Yep. Odyssey comes to their senses and says to John, you're not working Friday. Yeah. You're out. So you go, okay, you move on. I got a lot of people write to me and say, that man's horse shit. They didn't let him do his last show. I go, John's not the one you have to worry about. It's the it's the audience. Right. It would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> It absolutely would have been me. I would have called in. I would have been nine different voices. Yeah. I would have been John. God, you know, coach, I would have been, hey. I would have been nine different guys. I would have called and told Brayden, put me on the ear or I'll stuff you in a trash can. <laughs> now, everything's fine. And then shit heats up. When Hacksaw gets involved. Hacksaw, have I missed anything to this point? No, you you know the story better than me. By the way, I, you will not hear me say anything negative about Odyssey. I get a paycheck from Odyssey every two weeks still, so I'm not. All gonna, right. I'm just saying. I'm well, not, I'm glad I, they're doing that. Yeah, I have nothing to I say about Odyssey. I hope they're not Odyssey. paying you in stock, no. 22 cents a share. No, I get direct deposit every two weeks. Okay, so, good. So you will not hear me jump on that part. Just I don't blame sure you. That's you know. fine. Okay. I respect that. So now Hacksaw gets involved. Yes. And Hacksaw goes after Steve Woods and Adam Klug. Adam Klug's the program director at 97.3. Yeah. Saw's claim is that Ben and Woods backstabbed. Jesus. Coach Kintera. Yep. And shame on Adam Klug. Let's give you another little bit of odyssey. Adam Klug's an incredibly nice kid. I don't know, Adam. You've met Adam. Nice guy, dude. Yeah. Nice guy. Seems for, like a good guy. For anybody to go after Adam Klug is ridiculous. Yeah. Because the days of program directors, whether it was Dave Sniff or Bill Pugh or any of the other guys that we've worked for, where it was the program director making the ultimate call for a lot of these stations and 97.3, that's a... Dude, I would be shocked if that was Adam Klug's call. Odyssey is run by a corporation that's trying to find a way to figure out financially how they got from riding high to where they are now. That's a corporate call. So for anybody, Saw included, to go after Adam Klug, in my opinion, is incredibly unfair. Those yeah. decisions are made by corporate, just like CBS was made by corporate when we got blown out. Clear Channel... The whole thing. If nothing else, it's made by the market manager, whoever that is. I'd look it up. If I cared, I don't care. <laughs> the funniest thing that came out of that part was Saw accusing anybody of being a backstabber. No shit. I, I Listen, I, I don't know what juice Ben and Steve have. I don't know if they played a part in getting John blown out or not. I think not. it's unfair to them, too. I, think I do it's un too. It's unfair for you to attack those two guys. I, for anybody to attack those two guys, they don't know the story. Unless you have direct proof yep. that those guys played a part in getting them blown out. Yeah. Now you're just talking. 
Exactly right. But I do have direct proof why Saw is a backstabber. Me too. Because it happened to us. Especially me. Yes. December, Christmas. Yeah, December 7th. I have a kid, a freshman in college. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, 2012. Dave and I had just agreed to a deal with uh, Fox Sports San Diego. Fox Sports San Diego, right? We've talked about this. $250,000 worth of equipment put into the 1090 studios over uh, in Sorrento Valley. Yep. Our show's going... I don't know if we were going live. If they yeah, were, carrying- they're going to they're carry it live. It wasn't going to be like the tape version, like thirteen sixty did later on. Right. It was going to be six to nine. Six to nine. It was going to be television. It was if you were getting dressed Simon in the morning, Cass. you could watch it. Yeah, or you could listen to it on the radio in the car. Plus, Dick Enberg, Dick himself, not just Mud yep. Enberg. Three times each Padre game, we were the flagship at that point. Three, six, and nine. Whatever. Who cares? Don't forget, Dave and Jeff, tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, their guests are going to be Bob Nightingale. Yep. Bob Nightingale. I'm just kidding. Hey, guys. <laughs> Saw utilized his relationship with a guy named Norm Foyer. Yeah. Norm Foyer used to be an impact player in this business, came to run 1090 in the summer of 2012, and the game had clearly passed him by. Yeah, sure did. Every day we would do programming meetings, biggest waste of time with Mike Shepard and Jack Cronin, two guys that could not tell me shit how to do a talk show, but I respect the chain of command. I'd go listen. Plus, I love Crow. He don't know jack shit about doing a fucking talk show. Are you high? You out of your fucking mind? Great news guy. He's a news guy. Don't know shit. And Mike Shepard, what the fuck is he going to tell me? Nothing. Nothing. But you go in and you listen. Mike Shepard in every meeting said, I'm going to fire Saw. As long as we knew. We started in January all the way through that he was firing Saw. 100%. Can't wait to fire Saw. Right? Yep. Saw is gone. We worked for guys, Larry Patrick, who fired Scott and Billy Ray, and we ended up in there and Tex Meyer. Man, you got a good memory. Yeah. These are the guys that brought us in, and the feeling was... That as we got into the new year, we were going to get the Jim Rome show. And things had been worked out because Larry Patrick and Tex Meyer were out. Norm Foyer was in. The feeling was we were getting Rome. Darren was killing it in middays. And in afternoons, Scott and Billy Ray were coming back. Yeah. So Dave and I were going to stay mornings. Cap. Were they doing, Kaplan had something going and there was a reason why they were staying. I was texting him all day. I should have asked. It's funny because John Pratt uh, just re-upped a subscription to the show. Dude, amazing guy. So it was set to be Dave and Jeff six to nine, Rome nine to noon, Darren noon to three, uh, Scott and Billy Ray three to six. Yeah, Josh and Sherrod are out. Unfortunately. But as we looked at it and realized it's the nature of the business, at that time in 2012, Rome was flying high. Rod was in Fiji. (laughs) We felt pretty good. Hacksaw had worked for Norm Foyer in the past. Like 1987. In Arizona. (laughs) I think. But they had a long-term relationship. Going back to Jake Plummer. Yep. 
Saw went in and utilized that relationship with Norm Foyer to get Palais blown out. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy to call anybody a backstabber. Exactly right. Because no, nobody got stabbed quicker than I did by Hacksaw. By Hacksaw. For Hacksaw to lose his shit. Fuck off. Yeah. He is the ultimate yeah. snake in the grass. Now, it's been 11 years. We moved on. But if you're going to call, uh, come out and call anybody a backstabber, dude, yeah. we're going to bring it right yeah. back to you. And if Hacksaw wants to drop the Christmas shit, dude, you did it to me right before Christmas. My kids were five years old. Yeah. Dave's got a kid in college. Yeah. We both have mortgages to pay. And that's when I've told this story that they took me to lunch and that old hack Norm Foyer, Lee's buddy, told me, give it 30 days. Stay committed to it for 30 days. And if it doesn't work, Lee's out. I wonder if Lee knows that. Yeah, I doubt it. That his buddy Foyer was ready to fire him after 30 days. And I went home. I told my wife, I can't do it because I don't trust him. Yeah. Best thing ever. People said, ah, your loyalty to Dave. I told Dave, I go, dude, if they put me with Darren, I got to stay. I got a mortgage. No, 100%. And Dave understood. I said, I said and vice versa. You, I said to you, do what's best for you. But as soon as it became hacksaw, yeah. I said, dude, I'm not crazy on this. Dave said, you're not crazy. I told everybody. So enough. Lee calls him a backstabber. Now Steve Woods comes back. Lee calls Steve and Ben backstabbers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And again, man, you better, you better have, and goes after Adam Klug. Yeah. Well, you better have something pretty strong. And I don't know. Lee's got a long-term relationship with coach. Of course. He's defending him. Just like John Maffey's close with him. I got it. But, but to come yeah. out and say, this guy's responsible. And these two guys are responsible to accuse the morning show of getting coach fired. Dude, that's pretty strong. That, that's pretty strong. So now, do you think that I'm just asking? Do you think that comes just from what Lee heard, thinks, or like what? Where do you think he gets that information from? Why did? Lee, why would he jump to that conclusion? Lee's been in this business a long time, a lot longer than you and I have been. Lee has seen, including with his own career, guys come and go. Yeah. The thing that's weird is Coach was doing very well in ratings. I think that's really important to mention. The coach was doing really well. The station's doing very well, and Coach was doing very well. So the one thing that Steve said that was very, very funny was Steve called Lee out and said, you email Adam Klug on a regular basis looking for work and you'd probably take coach's spot in a second. Heck, you'd help him pack up. Hold on. How did you read this? Aren't you blocked? It's all on Twitter. Oh, you aren't blocked? Oh, I'm still blocked, <laughs> but I run the, I run the, uh, I have two other accounts that aren't blocked. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, okay, now you're dead. Yeah. Because I guarantee you one thing, there's no emails in Adam Klug's inbox from me, but I, I'm not accusing anybody of backstab. I don't yeah. have any idea what happened. So now people start going to the ratings. Yeah. And now all of you are experts in radio ratings, which you're not. No. There's a dude out there named Jason Barrett. Jason Barrett's been in this game a long, long time. Was a program director at ESPN Radio. Has been a program director at big-time stations across the nation. Well-liked guy. You like, you like Jason, right? 100%. And most successful at, uh, in San Francisco and left on top. And I tell you what, I'm a fan. I know Jeff's a fan because 
he left when he was on top in the business that he wanted to be in for, yeah. his, for his son. For his son. He moved back cross country to be a dad. Hundred. Could you not applaud that? Right. And Jason writes, he um, is now a consultant for for stations across the country. Very well liked. Yep. Big fan of Brian Long's. I don't know why he does that, but I don't know either. But he's got a lot of wins, so I love his site, Baron Sports Media. Yep. And very, very credible. Jason wrote in August of this year, the coach was killing it. Yep. And, and he, he may been. have written it as recently as October. Yep. As awful announcing put out tonight and showed. So for any of you, again, that are that are quoting that coach knew for a month or that coach was getting killed in the ratings, dude, yeah, stop. No. I, I appreciate your loyalty. You look dumb. Stay on the outside. So now Kaplan got involved. Oh, God. Okay. Kaplan took it on Friday, and Scott said that he thinks, I don't know this, we'll ask coach when he comes in. He says corporate, Scott pointed out, he doesn't think it's an Adam Klug call. I 100% agree. I don't think so either. No. I've been, and this is not a shot at Adam, but no. I don't think Adam has that much power. No, I don't either. I think he probably does a lot of things that program directors do, yeah. and it's probably fine with him. I'd hate to have to be responsible for firing people. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe it was all Adam, but I, I'd be surprised if it was. Um Scott wrote that his feeling is coach had a strong relationship with Bob Melvin. Coach has been very, very critical of the Padres of a lot of things, but all the shows. All and, of them are very critical of the Pods. But which, which I, I appreciate. Hat, and I think the fam, the people that they are should. fans of the fan appreciate that. We have never had that leeway when Absolutely. working with a, a team when we were part of the flagship to say anything like they've said. They have been very candid. Every one of their shows. And hats off to the Padres for letting it happen. I agree. I agree, Dave, that Ben and Woods, Coach, Tony and Chris, very candid in their criticism of certain players, of A.J. Preller, the whole deal. Scott speculated that Coach may have had a close relationship with Bob Melvin. He did. And uh, that's so funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that when Bob left, Coach was impacted by that. And, and they corporate looked at it and said, this guy's not a company guy. I have trouble believing that oh, because yeah. if there was ever a guy who's a company guy, it, it's John. Couldn't agree more. So Awful Announcing picked up what Scott said and printed it tonight. So now all the 97.3 people are back out and back at it. Really? Going after Kaplan, who's live on the air in L.A. tonight. He and I have been texting back and forth for oh, yeah, an hour fuck, and change. I forgot it's a, it's a weekday. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's Sunday night. Yeah. Look, John's out. Yeah. We have talked over and over and over for years about that particular show. Um, I have said, call it whatever you want, as we did impressions of that show, that there were plenty of people that you would hear on a daily basis that probably didn't like the demographic layout of the current roster versus what the roster looked like in 1969 when they first started going to games at the age of 40. They were old. They were very, very white. They fit 
just the demographic and I heard it. You all yep. heard it. We mocked it. Yes. But he was still winning. Yeah. Doing very, very well. In a regular thing. And to blow him out a couple of days before Christmas, to ask him to do the final show, the whole deal. But look, I'm not there. Maybe John was shaking the vending machine, stealing quarters, and they won. Right? <laughs> well, no, but all, I'm just saying, Dave, yeah, I'm not there. I don't also, know. It, it, uh, I know you're joking right there. Yeah, of but course. Since, since COVID and John has had some health issues, which he's candid about on there. Yeah. John does the show from home. You know, there's a, ch- a less chance of him getting sick from someone else. Okay. Talking I didn't to even know that. All that stuff. So John's been doing the show from home, I think, since COVID. Well, he's coming in. Okay, yeah, he's, he's coming in here, which is absolutely fantastic. My point is, though, John's not ever the guy that causes problems. Jeff and I are the guy that might kick a vending machine because we can't get our big Texas cinnamon roll. 100%. Right. John's not doing that. No. Um, all right, so here, here's here's my quick theory on, sure. on, on all aspects on this. John's shocked that he was gone because I thought he provided a different part of the audience that are still Padre people. People that who listen. call John Shower. Padre fans, and I think they spend money with the and Padres. And he's pulling the numbers. And he, the fact he takes calls, when I know they tell you now, don't take calls, because you're hearing that more and more, that they're bringing mm-hmm. in people who aren't going to take calls. As an audience member, I was thinking it's cool that they let you yeah, speak your mind. Yeah. You know? Now, for someone like you and I who have done it a long time, we've always, you and I, our rule, own rule, we usually wouldn't let you call twice in one week, right. if, if even Enough. twice in a month. And that, that we just were like, you already said what you had to say. We're going to find a new voice. But we had the benefit of having the other guy to play yes, off. And no exactly. offense to Braden, coach isn't playing off of Braden. No, he's not. He doesn't. So do you're the way. one guy there. Yeah. And I. So if it's I'll Kevin and Chula Vista calling every just day, he just say, does it. Maybe he pushes a button and, and makes three more calls come in and gets me a little closer to two o'clock. Yeah. In, in the Padre offseason, where I don't want to talk. Aztecs or SDFC or whatever the case may be. Again, we'll yeah. ask John when he's here. We'll let him speak for himself. Did he know for a month? Did he feel like he was backstabbed? All of it. He's coming in after the holidays, yeah. so probably when I get back from uh, L.A. Okay. So, again, I've said on this show before, I'm I'm a huge fan of the show. I, I listen to it on a regular basis. Right. And I like John, and, and I even sent John a note. I said, I've known you for over 30 years. Yeah. He's literally the second guy I met in the business the day I started. And I said, dude, I'll be honest with you. You've never sounded better than you are right now. I think this is the best radio, John, you've ever done. Because he's talking Padres 95% of yeah. the time. The other, station, the other stations, other shows don't exactly do that. He talks Padre baseball. That's what I care about. So he's done a great job. Here's, here was my theory on, without pointing fingers at anybody, this is what you always hear as far as audience goes. It's a business. Everyone needs mm-hmm. to understand this is a business. The people that you're aiming for in sports radio are men 25 to 54. Correct. That is the audience that spends money, as they tell us all the time. They're the ones who buy cars. They're the ones who buy insurance. They're the ones who buy homes. They're the ones who buy swimming pools. All that stuff. That's your audience. After 54, people start settling down, not spending so much. They get a little <laughs> yeah. bit more conservative with their money. And it was clear. They wrote it in the paper. John 65. Mm. And so I was thinking, did they? Did John basically, was he stuck because of ageism? Did he get punished for being 65? Again, I... And, and I don't know. I'm just telling you yeah. my, my theory, okay? I'm not saying anything. Do you think it was? That's the only... He's still thing getting I, numbers, I, I, though. I, 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 that, to me, that doesn't make sense. It sounds like something's a little fishy in there. As far as uh, I've been in woods, and I'll be honest, on this show, we have not talked a lot about that show over the last few years. We used right. to talk about that show a lot. Yeah. Because we were very close to Steve, very close to Paul. 
Paul and I have, I'll speak for myself, Paul and I have maintained a, a close relationship. Woods, for some reason, got upset, something we said on here. But last week, very strange, man, I, I was telling Jeff this, and I told Steve this too, I had dreams three nights in a row where my entire night felt like I was dreaming I was with Steve Woods. Very strange. And I was like, that was weird. And then finally I said to my son what was going on. He said, why don't you reach out, see if he's okay. Nice. And so I did. I reached out to go, hey, man, I know I haven't talked to you in a long time. I wish you nothing but the best, but I'm just checking on, are you okay? And we had a really good conversation nice. to the point where I hope our friendship goes back, you included, goes back to where 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 it was. And then he, um, at the same time, that night he went into the hospital, which oh, is re really weird. <laughs> oh, shit. The night I said, are you okay? He goes into the hospital for kidney stones. Kind of oh, Kind of strange. Anyway, this whole thing broke. I sent a note to uh, to Paul and to, to Woods. And I said, it sucks to be accused of a station yeah. change when, you know, this is it. But from the outside looking in, the reason people jump to that conclusion, because Craig's a regular guest on their show. Yeah. That's why. People think, oh, because of Craig. Here, and I'll say this, because I know Jeff's about to say it. Craig's a really good friend of both of ours. Dude, I love Craig. I wish Craig nothing but the best. And guess what? I wish Annie nothing but the best. I'm sorry this happened to Coach. But I'm not rooting against those two either because I know how hard it is to get to where they want to be, too. It's what CBS yeah. Radio is doing across the country. And if you look, if anybody listened to the Dan Patrick show, they had that guy McLovin, Andrew Perlman. Okay. CBS Radio went and cherry-picked him, and he now hosts a show on CBS Radio with Maggie Gray okay. on Odyssey, morning show, whatever. If you look at what ESPN does now in the morning, they've got a couple of different things. It's one of those things because sports radio is 25 years behind the time, but they want all of you to think that they're incredibly trendy and with it by combining men and women yeah. doing sports. Look how, look how edgy we are. Well, if we tried to do that with Katie Temple or anybody else in 98 or 2000, we got laughed out. But it's what a lot of stations are doing is going to that male-female combo. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know how much time you have to give it. Craig and Annie have been friends for a long time. So what? To try to go in and do this, there's a science to doing talk radio. You can't just go in and do it and, and have it work. Yeah, there's a rhythm. There is a rhythm. So what I said the other day was... If I'm 760, who's not irrelevant, but they are a clear second behind 97.3. Clear second. I said, this is what I would do. Yeah. If I was 97.3, I would get rid of their morning show immediately. I will say that. That is a terrible morning show. That show's got to go. I would immediately move John and Jim to the mornings. I'd put John and Jim up against Ben and Woods. Do you do that because it's too hard of a battle? To go against uh, Tony Gwynn and Chrisella? No, because Junior's doing baseball at night. You want Junior an afternoon drive. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Why you, if you're 760, uh, why you would try and. Do you think no, those I, guys I, are I, have a better chance of competing against Ben and Woods than yeah. they would against. Okay. I, th I think those guys could make it work in the morning. And I think. I think there's. I think, honestly, 760's biggest problem is it's not an FM signal. Well, that, there are a lot of people don't get AM in their car anymore. But if you're if you're lining if you're going lineup to lineup, yeah, I would put John and Jim straight up against Steve and Ben. 
no matter what 760 is getting now, they're going to do better with John and Jim in that spot, guaranteed. Because those guys talk baseball. Great chemistry between those dudes. They work really hard. It's a fun show. A lot of the characteristics that you see from Steve and Ben. I would put them there. Uh, You got the herd 9 to noon. Yeah. Then at noon, I'd go hire coach. Be the easiest sell to my sales team immediately is this guy beat the shit out of us for the last four years and he just became available. Yeah. Now it's coach against Annie and Craig. From 12 to 3? Yeah. And I think... Uh, let's see. Let's see who's right. Was 97.3 right or was coach right? Put them head to head. The 50,000 watt station going after it. And then in the afternoon, I put Darren in afternoon drive. Yes. Darren didn't want it. <laughs> fuck, man. Called you a motherfucker. Good. Fuck him. Go fucking compete. I get you got your ass kicked for the last four years. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Why wouldn't Darren do that? Why wouldn't you go? My guess, Darren doesn't want to do that. Darren's done this for 20 years and he doesn't give a shit. Dude, he's Crash Davis in that place. That's what I told Kaplan tonight. He's looking around going, where the fuck is everybody? This whole building's empty. (laughs) Me and John Monty. I think think Darren's 100% being happy, being with his wife and putting his hours in and then going home and then watching the sunset. There's nothing wrong with afternoon drive. I didn't tell him he's got to do midnight to five. I think he likes to drink his wine and watch the sun going down. Well, there's nothing wrong right on the with beach that. Now. I'd put Darren afternoons. He didn't like it. He can go play fucking oldies at KFRG in Fresno. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Love it or leave it. <laughs> Guess what? He's going to leave it. <laughs> Beat it. Scram. I just left that He called him a motherfucker. Hey, would see that. Fuck that guy. He put it on Twitter. He did? Yes. <laughs> like, look at this guy trying to try to change your life. Because I got a life, the motherfucker. <laughs> he just put MF is what he put. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> ah, fuck that guy. That's pretty funny. Well, again, nobody's asking him to work mornings. He doesn't have to get up at four. Get it together. St. John's guy. <laughs> That's pretty. I don't know why I didn't see that. Funny shit. Okay, I love that. Um, but again, like, all right, let me go through this. Yeah. Who do you feel bad for in this deal, Coach? I feel obviously, bad for Coach. I'm, uh, everyone else is fine. I feel bad for Coach. He's the only one that loses. Yeah. I feel. I mean, dude, he did everything he could, and Coach said he wasn't retired and he wanted to keep going. Let's be honest. Coach isn't moving. Coach isn't going to go to another market. Yeah, he's not he's going not to jo- St. Louis. Yeah, he's not joining Brad Sesmat in Phoenix. Arizona? Yeah, he's not doing that. This doing is the Kyler is. Murray show? Yeah, I mean, the guy's the Solana Beach guy. That He's not going anywhere. He's been here his whole life. He's in retirement age. He's a grandfather. Here's he's not going thing. anywhere. He's Unfortunately, it doesn't look great. I mean, you're right. There's an opportunity for someone to make money off a of coach. Yeah. I hope somebody does. When he comes in here, I'm looking forward to talking to him. One of the first things you and I did was reach out to him immediately. Dude, right. And he said he'd come down here. Yeah, he's coming in. Couple of ball players. <laughs> now I people are dying for you to freaking talk to him like that. Now what happens to me? What <laughs> that's true. What happened? Let's get you get hurt. That's where we can start. You're number one. We lose angry coach. We do. Damn it. I I, I don't know. We we lose Spanish coach. You know what? I, and and here's the deal too. I kind of feel really bad for Annie in this situation. 
Annie and Craig. Yeah, I, I do. But Craig's Craig's done radio. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Annie's been in the media a long time and has hustled her ass off. Well, so is Craig. Yeah, I know. I, I got that. But Craig yeah. has has sat here where behind the microphone the whole deal. Annie. I think has tried for this for a long time and finally gets her shot. And then they're going to be people upset with her for nothing. She didn't do anything I hope wrong. Not. She didn't do anything wrong. Dude, it's happened to us at KFMB. Yeah. We replaced tank. Yeah. Dude, I'd worked for tank. That sucks. So we replaced tank at, uh, ESPN 800. That didn't matter. Eric Casilius. Yeah. I think not we're fine. Complaint. I think we're fine there. Free FM, I think it replaced Dangerous Dick. Yeah, we did. We replaced like Dangerous Dick. That is a good dude. Dated strippers. Um, then we went to the re. Well, the first time we were at Extra, no, we went to KLSD when we launched Extra, and we replaced Stacy Taylor. Yeah, dude, that sucked. That's yeah. a guy who's been a friend for a yeah. long time yeah. and pretty big impact on me. Yeah, did he move straight to Mexico? Yeah. Then we went to 1090 and that whole shit show with yeah. Scott and Billy Wright. Yeah, we were set up in a bad situation. Then we yeah. came back to 1360 and replaced Chris and Ben. That's right. And the sad thing is, and again, I'll only speak for, for us. I'm, I'm not going to speak for anybody involved in this. The hard thing is when that happens, you know for a couple of weeks. You know for a... Now, if you wanted to tell me, did Annie and Craig know for a month? Yeah, I'd believe that. Yeah, 100%. Because you have to negotiate what the money exactly is. Right. You have to negotiate time. You're trying to talk about what the show is. Does it work? The whole thing. Yeah. But for anybody to think coach knew for a month, I mean, you're insane. Yeah. It doesn't happen that way. And yeah, you're right. And to start quoting that his numbers were shitty is again, insane. I get if that's the, the story coming out of the station, I'd say all of it, but it was number four in the market. Really good job. Dude, his numbers that they posted in the awful announcing yeah. story were huge. Yep. I was doing a fantastic job. Yeah. I like that they linked Bob Melvin to it. Bob Melvin had nothing to do with it. No, I know. Kaplan is in L.A. tonight, and I'm texting with him. He goes, why is everybody mad at me? And so then he just, he's texting me. He goes, oh, I just read the story. Ah, he's all laughing. <laughs> so all of you yelling at Kaplan thinking you're hurting your feeling, hurting his feelings. Dude, if there's ever been a race, I like to think I'm in this race. I'm really not. The two guys who are in this race are Kaplan and Dave. For the two guys that are really, you guys are ravishing Rick Root. You push every button in this city. Yeah, not on this story, though. No. But yeah. you get people upset, and then people get mad at you, and uh, it doesn't phase yeah. you at all. Scott's oh, not phased by anything. No, nah, the, the, the people, they, it does not phase. You oh, see oh wait, Saul would be in that, too. Saul is 100% not impacted. You're right. He's probably You're mad right. that I continue to call him out for what he did in 2012, yeah, but that's a, just honest. Yeah, No, that is honest. He is a complete asshole. The hypocrisy from him is insane. Well, that's the thing. That, that's insane. You couldn't believe, by the way, on Christmas, how many eat shits and fuck yous and rotten hells I got yesterday. That was crazy. Good. <laughs> Not, All because of the Dodgers signing well, signing these guys. I got a million fuck we'll, yous yesterday. We'll get, all, we'll get into them on Thursday, but Fangirl and I laugh because you continue to put that idiot up who's standing in the snow. And that's my favorite. My favorite thing that I put out was Dave loves the fake DJ. 
Dude, that guy blowing the, the, you see the guy? Yes. Okay, you caught it. That yeah. guy cracks me up. Because I said it matches up with the fake championship and his fake oh, Tatis you son story. Of a bitch. Fuck you. I'm going to say the Tatis story, when it comes out, I'm going to go fuck who's you guys. Go, who's bringing it out? Because I'm sick of people. It's going to show up in court. Oh, in court? It's going to show up in court. So it's off the field stuff. Yeah, it's off the field. I said that it's off the field. I said it's personal. Well, people I said send it's not, me messages. Like yeah. some of these morons, I have no idea who they are. No, it's only a matter of time before it ends up as a huge court case. Nah. Yeah, it's going to be off the field stuff, which might not be great for, for the team chemistry. But I'm not, I'm not telling his business. It will come out soon enough. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it, you know what sucks about that whole deal, too? Is Which that, one? Is, is Tatis, by the way. I've told you, dude, he's my favorite player on the team. Like, he's, yeah. he's the guy I would buy a ticket for. It kind of sucks that he, his private life he can't keep clean, that, that this shit comes up. That's what bothers me. It's like mature. Be mature, man. Don't be a distraction. The, but I use the phrase with Tatis all the time about calling him a unicorn. Now they're calling, you know, Shohei a unicorn. Yeah. But I, for me, Tatis was the guy, dude, you know? Completely. It, it, it's... It's whatever, man. It's very, very frustrating. I'll say two things that you just brought up, though. One, everyone's saying the Dodgers spent a billion dollars. So did your fucking Padres a year ago. You What? Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> yes. They gave Manny $500 million, oh. All right? The two contracts combined. Damn it. They gave they okay. gave Fernando $340 million. Okay, we're not there yet. And they gave Xander $280 million. I'm not sure that adds okay. up to a billion. So it does add up to a billion dollars, one. Okay. Two is none of those guys fucking pitch. Everyone the Dodgers gave a billion none of two pitches. None guys pitch either. Yes, they do. We well, got one, Yamamoto. Did and you Glass get... now. Oh, yeah. How's his arm? Fine. Set Jesus a, Christ. We're high for, for... Dude, you know who should sponsor Dodger Stadium? Don Joy. Remember Don Who's Joy? Don they Joy? did all the knee and elbow braces. When I blew up my <laughs> knee. Should. Yeah. Should. Don Joy, Don. I've heard that name in a long time. I saw you getting Shane Bieber, too. Yeah. You heard that shit? Yeah. With, with, with Class, Class A. a former Holy Padre. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> we, we, we know. Well, I don't know when that deal's coming down, but that's the rumor. Well, your guy that you hide me on said it's yeah. coming down tonight. Um, oh, he did? Look. He said it's coming down tonight? Yeah. Oh, if that's the guy, if that's going to happen. I'll say this also, the short season. Everyone wants to drop the short season. Oh, yeah. I just did it because uh, it's low-hanging no, fruit. But the funny thing is... It was still the same length in the fucking postseason. Yeah. But yet, the Dodgers finished in first anyway. It doesn't matter if it's a short season. They were going to fucking I, finish in first anyway, you dipshits. They I, lost one series that entire short season. Look, I'll just take it's you behind. It's the postseason where we fall apart, you assholes. I took it in Dave Roberts. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I saw the fake DJ, I'm like, what's he got that's fake? I'm like, oh, his stupid fake championship. Dude, that's low-hanging fruit. Dude, you got to give me credit for making that video. I made, added the music in and everything. Oh, I didn't even hear the music. <laughs> I just, I Laura wrote me a note today. She said, I'm still laughing. Because I said, yeah. Dude, you. it cracks me up. It's on my goddamn phone. I, saved I know. It. I fucking love it. But I said, you love this guy because yeah. it reminds you of your fake championship and your fake Tatis story. Blake Harris, who uh, covers the Dodgers, fucking has a, a version also, but it's, it's it's a different song, but it fucking makes me laugh every time. It's so yeah. stupid. It is. It's the dumbest fucking thing, dude. Incredibly dumb. But so there you go. And here's the other thing, Dave. Yeah. It's a 24-hour news cycle. Exactly right. And if the pods... Well, we will be back Thursday. If the pods trade Cronenworth. You think it's happening? I don't know. It's interesting that it's not going away, that Toronto could be in the mix for him, right? Yeah. See, I could see Toronto trying to get rid of Manoa. Uh, me too. Uh, I just, it wasn't. You kind of have to right now. Yeah. 
And so Cronenworth and throw in a prospect um, and, and you make that deal. Yep. I don't know what it is. Um, Hassan Kim makes a lot of sense. That would that would suck. But yeah, you understand why. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you move forward with Jackson Merrill coming up. Yeah. Um, but maybe you get, you're not getting Vlad. No. But maybe, surprised by that luxury tax number. 39 million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, here's the other quick thing about the pods. Bally sports made a deal. I think we talked about it where they've agreed with a bunch of NHL teams and it's going to get them through 24. And then there's a feeling that Amazon's coming in. I don't know if we covered this last show. It's been a long time since we've been here and Dave and I have talked a few different things. Look, the only thing I'll say is, and, and Annie retweeted this when they talked about Bally's getting in. Well, that's fine. But as of now, there's no mention of San Diego being part of that deal. Yeah. Because San Diego and the Twins were dropped yeah, that's by Bally's. You did bring that up last So week. they're out. So like, it, it has to be one of the biggest priorities. Bryce Miller wrote a note tonight or a column tonight talking about the Holiday Bowl coming in. And then um, what's the guy's name? Not uh, the country guy. It's not Luke Bryan. It's, it, there's another guy. Zach Bryan? There's Zach Bryan? Yeah. What, what about it? He's coming to town. Okay. At Petco? Yeah. Okay. So, and then the rodeo. I mean, they've got they've got different events over the next sixteen days. Are they moving a monster truck to, uh, to Snapdragon? The, Snapdragon. Fuck. Like, dude. I know we used to joke about all that That's shit. A big deal. Chris Stapleton, the Foo Fighters, all those things, man. Again, I I don't know what their revenue sources look like, but until something gets sorted out where you know what that TV money is, I think that's a huge part of the story. It's yep. a sixteen it million is. dollar question mark. It is. Between that, the TV deal and the luxury tax, it's a hundred million dollars right there. Yeah. That look, we don't know what they made. It's the thing about the books, right? Yep. When they buy it for four hundred million and then all of a sudden you look at the value, it's one point three, but that doesn't mean that they have one point three billion in the bank. Exactly. Um, your house is worth X amount. It doesn't mean you have that cash. In, so it, it, it's your debt to income ratio. Yep. And that's what they're looking at. But again, Dave, I, I have no idea from the Seidler equity group and the other people that are involved, the gentleman from Mexico and the other owners, I have no idea what they're willing to go. Yeah. I don't. And I, I don't think any of you do either. So to speculate, man, are they going to be 140? Well, the last few years with this team, we thought they had seven million to spend, and then they go out and spend 70 million. But without Peter being here, there doesn't seem to be a clear voice to somebody getting out in front. Yeah, I get why fans are a little blown away, but and and scared. But I uh, love the signing, uh, Matsui. Right, five years. It's like a bargain. Dude, right. Yeah. So we'll see what they do and 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 go from there. But yeah, the, the TV thing is going to be the biggest, biggest question mark for that team. Yeah. Once they get that sorted out, then uh, then I think we'll have a much better idea of what the focus is moving forward. That's right. So uh, just to, to, to recap for you, Coach is supposed to join us right after the first of the year. So that should be really yeah. exciting. We'll look forward to that. and. And then uh, can, I do feel bad, by the way. I don't know about you how you felt on this. You, you and I started a few shows right after the new year started. 
Uh-huh. And I imagine those, I mean, Annie and Craig are probably starting like on January 2nd or January 3rd, something like that. Yeah, uh, maybe the 8th. The, yeah, no, I got to figure they start the second. You're yeah, right. Because the second's a Tuesday. Um, yeah. I, I remember when you and I were in that situation, we started like the first show of the year. There's this yeah. kind of an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Like you're going, man, fresh, uh, you know, fresh uh, sheet of paper. And here we go. We're off and running. We're starting in January, not worrying about anything from beforehand. Here we go. And uh, to see that that it's going to be kind of tougher now because you're replacing a guy who did very well. Maybe the good news is they aren't taking a bunch of calls for those two. You know what I would do if I was those guys and nobody's asked me to program the station, but here's the one thing all, all of these stations never do and they should. I would have those two in about an hour each day between now and then just drilling. I'm sure they are. Are you sure? I would guess. You'd be crazy not to. Uh, okay. Okay. Are we going to get a shitload of soccer talk now that Craig's there? Dude, Craig, Craig, listen, man, he, he grinds. And I the got th- it. I'm just asking you, is that no. going to be the, I know Andy knows baseball and Craig knows baseball, but are they going to talk soccer? Is that the reason you bring Craig? I, in? I have told Elston, I think it was 1090. He used to do a weekend baseball show. Yeah. That is, look back, one of my all time favorite shows. He, he preps, man. Yeah. He preps, he works really, really hard, and he's really well thought out, and and I always enjoy, uh, he's got that, you know, Elston sense of humor that you and I have appreciated over the years, but it's like I was telling Kaplan tonight, Kaplan said the same thing. It sucks for Coach, we're all excited for Craig. Craig's, Craig, and I love Annie, but, but for Elston, Dude, from 619 sports to the soccers to the goals to back to the soccers, all the different things, crossing streams, all the different avenues that he has done yeah. to to just make a go of it, man. When a lot of people would have would have cashed out, he's grinded. So I'm dude, I'm cheering for those guys. I'm I'm really, really sorry for John, but it it's how I started. For me, man, if we if we got replaced by somebody I liked. To me, I was like, "All right, it's their time," and 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 uh, and let Not them. Me. <laughs> Fucking, I hope you fail miserably. Yeah, well, I I hope coach doesn't feel that way about Craig, because I'm sure for Craig it Too sucks. Nice of a guy probably isn't. But but you know, somebody the part that somebody get was going to get that spot. Yeah, I got it. Here's the part that gets to you. I think of your coach is that you go, okay, you know, it was a good run. I enjoyed my time. Nothing I can do about it. Wait a second, they knew about it for a month. Yeah, but we. Meaning, I know, but for Craig, you're right. Craig knew about it for a month while he's negotiating his deal. I'm just, I'm, I'm so not if saying I'm a coach. I'm not in such a hurry to go. Hey, you go get him. I'm not saying that as fact. I'm just yeah. saying when we replaced, uh, other than Scott and Billy Ray, where we found out the Friday before it happened. Yeah, it sucked. That was that was pretty shitty. But Chris and Ben, we knew for a month. Yeah. Stacy Taylor, we knew for a month. Yeah. Right. Um, Hank, we'd been, I mean, we'd been grinding. They were kind of moving Hank back to TV. Well, Hank loved doing radio, but I don't think, I think once he had his nights off and he could just hang out, I don't, I don't think he missed it that much. Um, but yeah, we, I'm just saying we knew, we knew we were going to free FM and we knew we were getting blown out at free FM. We knew we were getting blown out. 
uh, at the end from that from that bitch Brian Log. We knew that was going. Come on. We couldn't wait to walk out. No, I know. Yeah. But candidly, we weren't a nine share. No, we weren't. Well, that was his fault. We were killing it. And when we let us talk about what we wanted to talk yeah. about, fucking guy set us up to fail. Let us talk about the goddamn stadium issue every fucking day. It was ridiculous. It's a terrible show. I'll be the first to tell you it was a terrible show. <laughs> it's so much, it was awful. Oh, hey, one other thing to talk. Just, and again, like I said, I, other than Lee calling Steve a backstabber, which made me laugh, I, I don't have any axe to grind with Lee. It's, it's done. And the same with Kaplan tonight. Dude, I'm coming up on seven years at Upper Deck. Yeah. Treat me nicer. It's the longest I've ever been anywhere. So I'll put a thing out and called us free agents. We're not, I'm not a free agent. Called us free agents? Yeah. Well, our names were mentioned with that asshole? Yeah. <sighs> Someone called me tonight and asked me, are you guys going back in there? I said, you don't understand. There's no one in town or anywhere across the country that could say Dave and Jeff reached out to us about a job. Right. We have not reached out for any jobs. Dave Dave works every day. I work yes. every day. What the fuck are you talking about? The only guys that we have talked to yes. were Bill Hagen and Scott when they were relaunching 1090. But the thing is... And they called us. Yeah, and they were great. I love those okay. guys. Yeah, again, we didn't chase anybody. No. But, but I... Dude, I cheer for Bill. I cheer for Cap and uh, uh, Padilla, Johnny Browner. Dude, they're all they're all friends. A hundred percent. But that show, you know, there were there were a bunch of different things. Not to go too far into the weeds, but Dave and I have partners: Bright Bail Bonds, Flugs, Al Taylor, Dan Williams, Brian Curry. They've been with us through the backbone of this show. It's yep. The reason why this show works is because of them. We figured out, and Bill can say whatever he wants. I, I like him. But the feeling was you guys can, can keep all that money. All those guys that are paying you monthly, you can keep it. And we determined at a certain point, that's not going to be the case anymore. It's just how the world works. Yes. And one day I'm going to be driving in and I'm going to hear, hi, it's Rich Eisen for TaylorMade Pools. What? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, uh, but those are the only guys. Yeah. Now, I got called about San Francisco. Yep. And we got called about, San Francisco was one. And then you and I got called on one, out of market. Yeah. But yeah, no, but but for Lee to write us as free agents, that makes it look like we're looking for a job. I'm no. not looking for a job. No, I, I love my job that. and neither is Dave. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, we're, I'm not interested so when, in that. <laughs> when Steve told, I don't even know what this line means. Yeah. But this line made me laugh a lot on social media. Steve told Lee, when Lee was calling out Klug, keep my, <laughs> I can't even say it. I don't even know how he typed this. This fucking line is so funny. I'm so jealous he wrote it, but I don't know what it means. Keep my program director's name out of your soupy mouth. What soupy? Is, what does that mean? I have no idea. I don't know what it means either. But I was like, oh, that feels like it hurt. I don't know what it means, but it made me, it made me laugh. That is crazy. That was a pretty hardcore. Yeah. Were, you, were you able to see all Dude, that? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I didn't get into it. I uh, I didn't follow it. I kept getting calls. People, I just got a call right before you walked in. People going through the whole thing with me. And I was Kaplan like. Kaplan told was me like, he got a call tonight from somebody saying that there's. 
Yeah, I and I knew you were going to talk about it tonight, and I was like, I'm not doing this. And to be honest with you, I, it's weird because I'm friends with everybody involved. Right, except I, I'm done with Darren, that asshole. So, <laughs> for calling you a motherfucker. I probably he wouldn't have called you a motherfucker if he didn't like you. Dude, I love him. He's great. I don't give a shit. I can like, take dude, it. I'm, Darren's like, I've done this long enough, dude. <laughs> like, I don't have any kids. I got a nice life. Stop changing my schedule. Yeah, don't change my schedule. I just Mother- bought a home on the beach. Motherfucker feels a little yeah. aggressive. I drink a shitload of wine, watch the sun go down. Dude, I don't want to miss wor- that. I'm worried about clean drinking water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marty needs to get down to the ballpark God with her little camera. What are you doing? All right. All right. You made your point. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, that's so goddamn funny. I would have laughed my ass. I don't mind. I didn't see that. Oh I would have laughed my ass off. Oh, Fuck. my gosh. Too damn funny. Hey, we do want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams, again, doing great things. I talked to Dan just the other day. It's always great to get a phone call from Dan. Look, the home buying season, it is crazy. Uh, Dan has said all the time, you got to get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid. Here's the deal. Dan wants to talk to you when it comes to rental properties. You hear a yeah. lot of people say, it doesn't pay to be uh, basically a, a guy who owns property and rent them out right now in California. Things are not going your way, but Dan can show you how you can get rental properties in other parts of the country. You can make a ton of money here, take that money, buy properties somewhere else, and he will show you, walk you through the process, and now you could benefit greatly. Make sure you call Dan Williams at 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Dave, I know you felt the same way the other day you go... Uh, to the mail and there's Dan's card with 500 cash in it. I was not expecting that. I miss that one. What? <laughs> and uh, just so gracious. And uh, no, I can't make you fall for that. It's only 250. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, all kidding aside, I followed Dan's theory for Christmas. Now yep. I saw a couple other people that had done this this year, and it surprised me. I saw uh, somebody on social media. Instead of a variety of gifts for Jack and for Cade and for their mom, we are doing, uh, Flugs did it. I think Flugs did this too, and which is really funny because I hadn't even talked to him. We are doing a journey. We're doing a vacation and it's just everything was combined into one and it's borrow smart, repay smart. Good. And we're going to Vegas, Mother's Day weekend, seeing the Stones at Allegiant Stadium. That's awesome. But we're going out Friday and staying for a couple of days because, I I mean, I get it. Unfortunately, they're only 16, but they wanted to walk around, see the lights. Jack wants to see Allegiant. And so we did that. And Flukes did it different with each of his kids. But, um, yeah, it was kind of fun, right? I mean, by the end... If you buy 10 or 15 different things or five or 10 different things, whatever the case may be, you just did one. Uh, so, yeah, it was borrow smart, repay smart. It's already paid for, so we're already done. There so uh, hopefully it's cool, and hopefully we dig it, but it gets us into Allegiant Stadium. The kids were all fine with it? Everything cool? Yeah, they're excited to go. Nice. And then they did it. They did it for me where they went in, and they said, hey, it's kind of weird. They had the same thing. So they got great seats, and we're going this summer. To Petco, and we're seeing their mom loves Def Leppard, and we're seeing Journey and Steve oh, Miller. Shit. Are you going to Def Leppard? Can you imagine? Oh my God, dude! The dude, world don't fall tell off its axis. I know you can't tell them what I said. Oh, Jesus Christ! They don't know, dude. You've ripped Def Leppard for as long as dude, I've known you. Okay, listen. More any, than any other band. Uh, more than any other band. But their mom and Jack and Cade were fired up. So 
Yeah, for 20 years, Dave, what's my joke been? What's oh, got nine dude. arms and sucks? Def Leppard. Jesus Christ. I know. This is crazy. So you got to take one for the team. Jesus. Do I, well, I like any of their songs. Dude, I like a couple of their songs. Do you? Yeah. But you know the thing is, I think it's one of those deals where they've been around for so long yeah. that you have an appreciation for them. It's like when you told me when you went and saw Andrew Ridgely, you were like, I didn't realize. <laughs> Dude, yeah. You yeah, know what's funny, man? Listening to, uh, you know, in the 80s when you listen to a Wham song, because Wham yeah. was crazy popular in the 80s. And oh, all the huge. girls were in love with George Michael. Now when I hear the songs, I'm like, dude, every one of these songs sounds so different. It's weird, right? right? Yeah. Um, like last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and I'm like, boy, this song sounds so much different now than it did 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Um, but no, borrow smart, repay yeah. smart. Because, man, oh, man, we all had fun. We all went out. We did the gifts. But January 1st is Monday, and that means rent's due, property taxes come due, bills are still due, but uh, that credit card bill comes due, man. It can be really, really tough, and you got to get caught up really quick. That's why all the information that we find on our website for Dan that you see those calm videos, go to DaveAndJeffShow.com, click on the link. It'll take you right to Dan's page. You'll find out the information that will help. Uh, get your finances in order. The mission is simple. More money, less worry, and greater joy. Or just give him a call, 858-688-6813. Also, Brian Curry working with Dan. Again, if you're looking to sell your home in San Diego County, man, my wife and I talk about this all the time because you always get those emails telling you how much your house is worth. Do you want to get the most for it? Of course you do. There's only one person to call. It's Brian Curry. Look, he's the guy that's won all the awards. He's done it for 30 years. He's the one that has the experience to make sure you're going to benefit with uh, basically the greatest value for your home. At the same time, he can find you the right community. If you want to stay here in San Diego County, he's the guy you need to talk to. Brian's number 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I know it was 100% bullshit in hindsight, but Saul used to do the bit, hey, don't appreciate people putting the for sale sign in my front yard that was a funny bit that was a funny bit from that maniac yeah there are uh what was i just in carlsbad and oceanside area the last couple of days god there's certain parts of that that are so nice so much of it has been renovated as you get by the beach and uh brand new homes whether it's oceanside la jolla anywhere else you want to go el cajon escondido encinitas and more uh just give brian a call 619-251-1588 remember he's asking the questions that benefit you the questions that you won't think of that's why it's so important to have Brian on your side. 619-251-1588. Also, Bright Bill Bonds. Finally, look, I hope everything went well for you last night. Basically, Christmas dinner with the family. If things got a little out of control, I hope you had this number. We tell you all the time, you never know when things are going to go bad, whether it's for you or for a friend, but you know you want to be out of jail as fast as possible. That's why Fabian and Miguel, they've written more than 20,000 bonds. You know you're in good hands. Bright Bill Bonds is the number you need to keep in your phone. 888 888- Six six nine zero two nine five eight 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 six six nine zero two nine five. I tell you, uh, I've said my YouTube videos that I usually find that I love are people that have converted like vans and pickup trucks, and yeah. they're always camping in Alaska. And you look, and they've got like a bed and a kitchen, this whole thing, and they're like, it's minus twenty eight degrees, but it's a balmy twenty four in here. And you're like, that's not balmy, that's cold. Well, I like those videos and I see those, but now I'm so excited because the latest 
trend that I'm getting on my YouTube feed are people that are just starting out with probably a warning and push it too far and get arrested. There was a guy that they asked to change seats on American Airlines. He ended up getting tased and arrested. I love the guys that go on the no-fly list. Yeah. Like, that's the rest of your life, buddy. Dude, rest of your life. Enjoy that bus to New York. Then there was a guy driving a golf cart somewhere in Florida on a residential street. Yeah. Goes into his gated community. The cop follows him up. Hey, listen, buddy. You cannot write me a ticket when I'm here. And the cop's like, your home's not a safe zone. This isn't like you didn't just cross the barrier. (laughs) I'm going to need your supervisor. Supervisor shows up, goes, guess what? You're arrested. Good. You're like, good. I know. I always cheer. I don't know any of these people. It's in some small little alligator infested town in Florida. And I'm like, yes, put them away. And then I just put in the messages. Hey, uh, for you, dummy, you would have been left alone. Probably got a, a warning. But now you need 888-669-0295. Boy, that number is never more important than it is coming up Sunday night because Sunday night's New Year's Eve. I'm glad I'm not in this game anymore, but how many of us used to go out? God, Dave, there was a bar in Carlsbad called Hennessy's, which is still there. New Year's Eve was unbelievable. You'd start at Hennessy's. You'd go to the sandbar on 101, which is now Vigilucci's. But it was... Well, I mean, you were married pretty close after turning 21, but did you have New Year's Eve where you would go out before you had kids? Yeah, absolutely. So you know what it is. Yeah. It's Sambuca shots, yeah. right? It's Jägermeister. It's whatever the case may be. And then all of a sudden there's going to be somebody in the group because at that time, a thousand years ago, you didn't want to pay for a cap. It was too expensive. So you just took the back roads, turned yeah. your headlights off. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, now there's absolutely no excuse for not calling a ride share, just leaving your car. All of these places will let you leave your car there, get home safe. Everybody's got the Uber or Lyft app, but if you don't and somebody, you know, makes that bad decision, that number you need 888-669-0295 for bright bail bonds, friendly and professional. And unlike me and Dave, they will not judge you for the decisions you make. There you go. Do you see that? Um, I put it out on Twitter yesterday, but when I showed up to Christmas with Rita's family, okay, I said to my nephew, I go, Hey, last Monday, I wish you a happy birthday. You didn't even respond. Dude, that was funny as shit. <laughs> He's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I realized I had the wrong number. He goes, well, let me see the number you sent it to. I never got it. And I realized I text the wrong guy. So I thought somebody had sent that message to you. No, no. So I, I, I was giving him shit for not responding like, hey, because he just married into the family. Yeah. Like, hey, fucker, I went out of my way to wish you happy birthday. You aren't going to respond say, yeah. thanks, Dave. Unbelievable. So I text the wrong guy. So I go, what the fuck? So I picked up the phone. Yeah. I wrote him this message. Hey, I wish <laughs> I can't believe I wrote this fucking guy. Hey, I wished you a happy birthday on December 18th by accident. It was for my nephew because uh, you didn't tell me I had the wrong number. I got my ass chewed out on Christmas Dude, Day. That was great. I wish you, have, I would have appreciated the heads up. Nothing like fighting with the family on the holidays. Did, who, who was it? I have no fucking idea. But he, I wonder if it was a girl or a he guy. Said, dude, I thought you said it to somebody you knew. You just said it to a random Just a number. random person. I didn't even know who the fuck it was. No, no, no response, dude. So it's like oh, Christmas, so Christmas dinner. I just sent that random message to someone dude, and they didn't so respond great. at all. Yeah, nothing. There's probably some 90-year-old grandmother making a gingerbread house. 
wondering what the hell is this? Probably a ten-year-old girl. Like who knows? Nice. <laughs> I've no you're idea. Gonna, no idea. Give, but yeah, no put this number in your phone, 888-669-0295. When you get picked up for harassing little kids, you fucking idiot. Jesus. Dude, dude. I love that that just went to a random just stranger. Just a random person. No fucking idea who it was, but just make it sound like it was 10 times worse than it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> there you go. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going December 30th here. Okay. We're going uh, LeBron James. LeBron James. Oh, that's good. Dude, is he? Oh, shit. I should be able to do this. They talk about it all the time. 38? 30, he's 38 now. It'll be 39 this week. Wow. Okay. Uh, dude. $800 million. $1 billion, but $431 million of it's just from his NBA money. Everything wow. else is everything else. Wow. Kind of crazy. I... I, I I swear, Dave, my wolves are on fire. I'm afraid yeah. to talk about them because yeah. I jinx them, especially because I wanted Chris Finch fired last year and yeah. he's done a great job, so I'm an idiot. But, dude, how you cannot watch LeBron and be blown dude, away? I can't believe it. Yeah. At 39 years old, insane, insane. right? Insane. Absolutely insane. Absolute. Never, no load management, none I'm of that not. bullshit. Just goes out and grinds, dude. Uh, that that's outstanding wow no the lakers are not fun to watch but he's uh he's one of those who go holy shit how does he do it that's yeah. something, something else next one is tiger woods dude another one um okay god damn 43 48 is that right yeah. god that's dude, that's incredible yeah do you see charlie driving no Dude, his son mashes the ball. Wow. Tiger. Dude. I'll say 1.4. 1.1. Okay. Okay. I think this is December 31st. I think I fucked this up. Anthony Hopkins. I just watched Silence of the Lambs today. Anthony Hopkins. 83. 86. Uh, 400 million. It says 160. Okay. Okay. Last one. Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. Uh... 57. 46 years old. That's it? That's it. Dude, his money? 7 million. It says three. Well, it says 350 million, but it has that for every kid. Every yeah. Trump kid, it says 350. Okay. And then uh, as there's a cool ass story, man. It was uh, through one of my, um, I think it might have been Instagram stories, but it was that kid that gave his sister the gift. He was an Indiana basketball player. Did you see this? No. Indiana basketball player, and he gives his sister a card. She reads the card about how she's the best sister in the world, and she's always been his role model, the whole deal. And she goes, I want to pay off your student loan. And he plays for the University of Indiana, not Indiana oh, wow. Pacers. And she goes, I don't even know how much it is. And he goes, I know what it is. It's zero because I paid it off already. No way. He took all his NIL money and paid off his sister's student loans. It's a pretty fucking cool story. That much better. Did you see that punk kid that's out today that opens up the PS5? No. He and his little brother opened up. He goes, I don't want it. I want a, a PC. No way. And his parents are like, are you in their filming? And they're like, are you kidding? No, I don't want it. Bring it back. Wow. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Turn that goddamn camera off. <laughs> Turn that camera off. <laughs> All right, here we go. Five random questions. These are okay. from Josh. Uh, would you rather live in uh, today's world or live in the 1980s? Oh, man. Oh, that's pretty funny. 
That's pretty funny. Dude, I might take the 80s. You know, it's funny. I was talking to Josh about this today. Radio in the 80s would have been great. Radio in the 80s would have been great. Um, But I was saying as much technology as we have. Oh, that's true. You got to. No, I'm just saying you got to. You got to keep up. Like, it's hard to keep up with even your kids. It's hard to keep up. And it's constantly changing. It's not like I got this down. I'm, I'm good. It constantly changes over and over again. Uh, again it was it's much life today is much faster than it used to be yeah and and so the other day uh, today on facebook do you get invited into all these facebook groups you know what i don't go on facebook probably more than once a week if even that. okay you're not missing anything because now facebook has this thing where it used to be like all these random people yeah like somebody who's a friend with jim betancourt lives in franklin tennessee and yeah. facebook determines that i may be friends with them even though i've never met him but you know someone in franklin tennessee you are friends with somebody in Franklin. well i got it boach yeah. and 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 jim yeah well but i, I don't Corey know seeger's there and you met uh the manager dave, dave martinez. martinez he lives there hey, you know a bunch of guys but i don't know this particular person okay. so now <laughs> now today facebook starts sending me things of groups because yeah. i joined Southern California radio. There's like three Southern California radio, but you had to have actually worked at a station to get into it. But I love it. I love old school radio. There's um, a guy named Jim Carson worked at K earth forever. And, and he's going through some health issues, but it's these old school guys. So when I get radio or, or sports broadcasting, things like that, I jump in today. I got invited to join two groups. Men who love muscular women <laughs> and American moms. And I said it to our friend Joe Carlo. I'm like, God damn, decisions, decisions. What am I going to do here? But in that, uh, in that one radio group, yeah. dude, they're so mean to me because they put these YouTube videos up. And it was an air check of Robert W. Morgan. Remember old school yeah. Robert W. Morgan? And it's from 1985. And he's talking about, hey, if you're going out around the, it must be right around this time in 85. If you're going out around the holidays, you're probably like me. You got a brand new CD player and you're looking for CDs. Well, if you're in the record store, you're probably hearing this. And it was the Barbara Streisand, the Broadway album. We're all in high school and we're working at Warehouse Records. And it was 5150. It was Cool J, Beastie Boys. And then, like, every day it was just a rock show in Encinitas. And then we get this note from corporate. Hey, you got to play Barbara Streisand. Oh, shit. I was like, what's this shit? So when he said it, I hadn't thought of that stupid it's CD. Fine. And, uh, but yeah, it was just funny. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, back at that time, technology. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, if we went back, that's funny, Dave. You're right. If we went back and spent a week in 1985. You'd be looking for your phone all the time. You'd be putting your hand Dude, towards your pocket. Dude, how funny is that? You'd be putting your hand in your pocket. Where's my phone? Yeah, and you go in to buy anything, Yeah, and you give them your card, and they got to yeah. call in for authorization. Yeah. Do that oh. scrape thing back and forth. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, we'd be wanting out Can of you there. imagine you take your card, you're trying to tap it. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, are you on something? <laughs> Do they want to get on something? You on yeah. one of those acid trips? Yeah. Are you on the acid? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you're I, right. I said to Josh, I go, there's something to be said for, for not knowing. Like, honestly. Yeah. Like, we, it feels like you know too much, and even what you know might not be true. Dude, 85, you got to get up and change the cable box, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. you're right. No. There's something to be said, though, for just not knowing. Okay. Yeah, but, I agree. I'll stay where I am. All right. Thank you. What's something you know too much about? Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Too much about. Um, um, oh, that's pretty good. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Yeah, What's your answer for that? I don't know. I would have said you would have said radio. You know too much about radio. Um, but that's okay, though. I mean, I was lucky enough to do it. It's like I told Scott tonight. I go, dude, I'm really happy in the, the time when we were in it. I hope yeah. John and Jim and... And I, I'm thinking about the younger guys that are yeah. doing it now, right? Scraby, Rindle, yeah. like all those dudes, man. I, I hope they're having fun. I mean, I went in and learned from guys that had been in the business for 25, 30 years at the highest level. And, and we got to do national, yeah. do a bunch of different things. Yeah, probably that, but I don't mind. I mean, I, it's a passion. It's what I loved. That's it. It's the ED at the end. What you, what you love for me, at least, what I loved. At one time, it was everything to me for a long time. Like I can't imagine a time where it wasn't going to be the most important thing to me. There was a time, yeah. honestly, in my life, I think radio was more important than my family. Oh yeah, almost, and, dude. Yeah. It, it was at the end, dude. I was so yeah. fucked up in the head. Yeah. If you told me right now we had to jump online and do a Google Doc like we used to do for a three-hour show, oh, I'd be dead. There's no chance I could do that It's funny. Again. I was working on a Google Doc today for that Charger show. Yeah. It didn't bother me because I didn't feel like anyone's looking over my shoulder. That right. was a problem with with our old boss. But, yeah, I tell you what, the way it, the way radio ended for you and me might have been the best thing to happen. Then. Oh, it yeah. soured me. It wasn't like, man, I really want an opportunity to do this again. I just couldn't stand, uh, I couldn't stand our boss because he had no vision. Um, you know, I remember about that. I, yeah. I, I, like, I don't like, I don't love the business that well. The one thing I'll say about, which is unique. I know you're in the same situation too. And I don't know if anyone else thinks this is kind of weird, but when you and I like change the channel, like uh -huh. we have the TV going all the time in here during the show. Yeah. Usually we change the channel. 99% of the time we know the person who's t on TV. Yeah. Which is most funny, people right? don't watch TV that way, but we yeah. literally have personal relationships with 99% of the people on TV, especially local. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like, and I mean, fuck, even, even the ESPN guys for me, yeah. like Mike Greenberg, whatever else. I, fuck. I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. It was weird to look through my phone. I was looking for Contreras phone the other day. Yeah. And the funny thing about John, I, we, I've known John for 30 years. I don't have John's number on my phone, but you know, whose number I have? I have Keyshawn Johnson. Like why? Yeah. Weird. Right. <laughs> like, you know hey. what I'm saying? And then I have to think in my head, how when was Keyshawn on our show? Like we've, we've been lucky oh, yeah. enough to meet a ton of people and it has given me a crazy life experience, but at the same time, fuck that business. That's how I feel. Yeah, I wish we would have kept like a word doc with everybody who'd been on. Because yeah. you say those, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's funny. Um, but we had had lunch. Yeah. Josh was going back to Alabama. Yeah. We went to Tommy's. That's right. And I had a conversation with Josh. I said, hey, man, look, do me a favor. Just do this for me. When you go in that room... Every part of it, when you're getting taped, when you're getting dressed, firing that jersey on, walking the tunnel, do all of it. I said, dude, every moment of every one of those days soaking in because it's going to be over before you know it. 
And I said, for those of us that have never had the privilege of doing it, soak it in so when I ask you about it, you can tell me vividly what it felt like, where you don't yep. have to, you don't even have to think about it. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to start doing that at the radio station. So for that final week at iHeart, I walked around, I took it in, I went into the production studios, remember different yep. shows that we had done there in the four different times we had been in that building Walked over to KGB, remembered sitting in with DSC, remembered everything on Rock 105 with Eddie, remembered 94.1, and just soaked it all in. So on that last day, I was so ready to go that it wrapped it up, and I've never looked back. Yeah, It was like, that was great. And, and like I said, being fortunate to go where I am now, I love it. But very proud of that time, but don't have any desire to go back to that world. I'm with you. All right, next question. Is it acceptable to break up with someone over a text? You better say yes, because I've seen you yes. do it. Yes. Yeah, of course. Let's cut right to the chase. Yeah. Um, I laughed because Friday, we'll talk about this on Thursday. Friday, we went to a sitcom taping. Yeah. We went to see Extended Family, John Cryer, Donald Faison, and, uh, and the story is, the plot is John Cryer gets divorced from his wife, but they get along great. They have two kids in the show. It's a boy and girl. Yeah. And she goes on and she marries Donald Faison in the show. Who's the owner of the Boston Celtics. Oh, Jesus. Who was there that night, but the owner of the Boston Celtics, it's based on his real life story. Really? His wife now and the two kids were there. The two real kids were there. The The guy who John Cryer plays is an executive producer on the show. And, um, yeah. And the guy who's the executive producer, his ex-wife is now married to the owner of the Celtics. Jeez. And he got together with somebody and said, hey, I think, I think there's a show here. Wow. And now it's on. But they were doing like, hey, anybody single, divorced? Well, there are people that get divorced that actually get along. And I looked at my ex and I was like, oh, sure there is. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but Dave, 30-minute show, four and a half hours in, they Way were still long. going. Dude. Way if, too long. Really fun to go to. I would never do it again. Yeah. Well, they usually aren't that long. I mean, it's really a 22-minute show. Yeah. And it took that long. That, that's They that's said insane. the one thing was they pretty cool studio. And the guy said like the, the Where Connors. Was the lot? Where was the lot? Uh, in Studio City. Cool. So they do the Connors there. They do um, the talk. Yeah. They do uh, SEAL team. And the guy said walking in. He goes, look, it's a brand new show. And they're still trying to figure everything out. Kim Fields was directing. That's cool. Dude. Tootie. Yeah. But they said they're trying to learn everybody. They're trying yeah. to figure it out. But they said if you go to like the Connors, it's still three hours. Wow. Because they do two to three different takes. And uh, so we were there. God damn, it was it's so long. long. And then I watched Morgan Freeman. They said, who's your favorite director? He said, Clint Eastwood. Because he said, Clint Eastwood never says action. He says, when you're ready. And he said, he keeps the set moving. And he said, if we ever had to do a third take, Clint was pissed. And he said, he never says cut. He just says, okay, I think I got what we need. Cool. He goes, we keep it rolling. But yeah, if you have kids, you had to be 16 or older. Yeah. Pretty fun to go. Donald Faison. Was it exit off of Barham? Off the 101? Dude, where did I go? That's um, where I used to go for Charleston Church. Really? Yeah. 
was off uh, Ventura Boulevard. Okay. On Locust. Right near Universal Studios, though, right? Yeah, about um, about two miles further north. Okay. But yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All of it. But like I said, if you've got the patience, because you're sitting on a folding chair for- Were you really? For five hours. The mic's hanging down from the yeah. ceiling. Trying but, to get the laughter. Yeah. I mean, I'd say what you would tell people, go to Kimmel. Yeah. Because you'll wait in line. That's the other thing. You got to wait in line like two hours- but at least with Kimmel, you get in, you get out. Yeah, you're done in an hour. Kind of fun to see it, but yeah. But John Cry and Don Faison, funny as fuck. That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you guys went. No, yeah. I was, hell, I used to go all the time. And That's what I was saying. Was, if you lived up show. there, would you go? But how yeah. long did Charles in charge take? Dude, an hour. But you know what, though? Meredith Children took 30 minutes. It was fucking, nobody messed up. The only time they stopped the show was to go to the shoe store. That really? Just when they had to change, walk over to a different set. But otherwise... Dude. Dude, it was crazy fast. Like, I would a, love to see Saturday Night Live in person. Yeah. But they say it's impossible yeah. to get in. There, I saw Letterman. Same thing yeah, as Kimmel. I saw Letterman. Um, there's this guy. You would know him. Lenny Clark. Yeah. If you look him up, yeah. Boston guy, been around. Of course. Dude, this guy fucked up every line. Did he really? I'm like, they're going to write this fucker right off out the of show. Like, but he's funny. From Happy Days? Yeah. Funny as shit. But he could not get the line out. Fuck. Were people getting frustrated? Could you tell? Yeah. John Cryer. Really? Not at him so much. Just frustrated that they were like, okay, we're going to do it again. And you could look at John Cry. I told Kate, I go, oh, check him out. Yeah. He's not happy. No. Right <laughs> Kate's like, you sure? I go, yeah, I know what that look means. Oh, my God, dude. That's funny. That's a crazy thing today. You probably know this story, but I watched uh, thir- an hour on Dennis Eckersley. Okay. Mm. I was on MLB Network. Did you see it? No. Okay. So Dennis Eckersley, you know, born, raised in Oakland, gets drafted by the Cleveland Indians when he's 17 years old. Yeah. Goes to Cleveland two years later, he's in the majors and he's pitching his ass off. And his best friend on the team is Rick Manning. A year oh, into yeah. baseball, he married his high school sweetheart, meaning uh Dennis Eckersley did. Okay. And he said the three of them hung out all the time. You know, they were the they were the three musketeers, he said. One day his wife says to him, Hey, I'm not in love with you anymore. I'm in love with Rick. Oh my they God. divorce and she, and he mar- she marries Rick Manning, the center fielder for the Cleveland Indians. And uh and so Mike Hargrove, you know, is one of the guys yeah. they're interviewing. He goes, every time we'd face Rick Manning, I'd be like, just drill this motherfucker. He'd like, yeah. get so mad <laughs> at him for like, how are you not drilling this guy for stealing your wife? He goes, dude, he's the stepfather of my kid. I'm not going to drill him. I want him to be a good dad wow. to my daughter. And he said it drove guys crazy that he would not smoke Rick Manning. He said, Rick Manning would go two for three against him every fucking game. Dude. And it goes, it drove us crazy as friends of his that he wouldn't smoke him. Cade said to me walking out, he's like, could you imagine that scenario? I go, what? Your mom married Mark Davis? I go, it'd be fucking great. <laughs> Owner of my favorite team? Mark Davis. Out of all the owners. Cade, you didn't dude, talk Mark Cuban, you talk Mark Davis. Dude, I thought Cade was going to fall off her. Dude, that is a funny fucking line. Uh, hey, by the way, anybody, yeah. uh, a lot of Charger fans, I didn't see a lot of congratulations for what the Raiders did that yesterday. Was huge. I think Antonio Pierce is now your guy because of Gotta that win. be. Gotta be, right? I mean, yeah. the final two games, look, I don't think Aiden yeah. O'Connell is the guy. Think, you um, don't think throwing for 62 yards gets it done? No, but I also don't think kicking a field goal on the two-yard line like the Chargers did the other day. Yeah. Way, to, way to chase the job, Giff. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I don't know when I've been more excited about the game. Uh, Charger fans are cool. I, I fuck with Charger fans. Charger fans are fine. I think we would agree I can't stand Chiefs fans. I can't stand yeah. Jackson Mahomes. 
If you don't think Taylor Swift is Yoko Ono, as Mike and I pointed out, you're out of your goddamn mind. She destroyed that team. That team is falling apart at the seams. Jackson Mahomes, his wife, Taylor Swift, Kelsey sucked all year. Terrible. But that Raider win for Antonio Pierce and what they did. Wow. That was big. I'll tell you this. The other funniest thing that I see around the NFL, I know we're running late real quick. People speculating that Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, or Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator of the Vikings, could get head coaching jobs. You sure? Yeah. They're minorities. Yeah, let me know when that happens. Josh McDaniels will continue to get jobs. I don't think he gets another job. No, but I'm saying... He'll get a job by... Belichick will hire him as an OC. Yeah, stiffs like that will get another job. Belichick will get another job. But guys that have really grinded and produced this year in difficult, difficult circumstances for both of those guys... I don't know. I mean, Brian Flores and Patrick Graham deserve the call. Raheem Morris for the Rams. Any of those guys getting a call, Dave? No, I didn't. So, but to be honest with you, I don't think they're hiring defensive coaches. I think this is an offensive league, and you're looking for offensive guys. That's why Ben Johnson from the Lions is the one everybody's talking about. Yeah, I mean, you look. I've watched every Raider game this year. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Pierce is not necessarily an offensive mind, right? Where you look at, no, but, he's but not he, Kyle Shanahan. Those guys are running through a wall for him. That's exactly right. And Mark Davis, I think, learned the lessons from Rich Bisaccia. Yeah. And, uh, and to see what they did in Kansas yeah. City yesterday, I know they got two games to go. but and, and the idea that the NFL makes them go through a formal process when everything they've done is try to encourage the Rooney rule. If Mark Davis calls the NFL and goes, look, this is my guy. And Champ Kelly should be given the opportunity to be the GM. The idea that you got to bring three other people in. Would you go interview for that job when you know you got no chance? No, no. The Raiders, though, have always been the team that has separated themselves from everyone else. I mean, Arch, they were the first ones with Arch Shell, first ones with Tom Flores. Team president is a female yeah, and African-American. Yeah, as much as everyone wants to goof on the Dodgers, the Dodgers and the Raiders have been very similar on, on setting their own tone. And doing the right thing when you look back at history. Yeah. Loved that yesterday. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I did too. I hope Antonio Pierce does get the job. Jim Harbaugh, by the way, this week is interviewing with the Chargers. Dude, twenty million though is is. But that's the that's the fee. I mean, I, I got it. But I mean, do Sean you really Payton's think getting twenty million? Yeah, hundred percent. I do. I think he's he's worth twenty million dollars. He wins seventy percent of his games. I get that he's worth it. We know the history of that. But will team. they do it? I think they're kind of forced to do it. The sad thing is. If Jim gets that job, he better say, John Spanos better say the fuck away. Because I ripped the shit out of John on the on the Charger show today, but did we know John since he was coming out of high school? Yeah, for John to act yeah. like he wasn't involved with he, what was going on he, with he Tom the and Staley. Decided, and he's the one that drafted Quentin Johnson over right. Addison, over Zay Flowers. He's, yeah. the, he's the one that fucking made these moves here and the hiring of Staley. Those were all his moves. And to say, well, I learned, you know, while I was while I was uh, coming through. Dude, who did you learn from? You learned yeah. from a bunch of guys who fucking sucked at their job. Yeah. And John hey. Spanos is a major problem. Dean will never fire his son. He should no. just tell him, dude, you're president. That's a good enough title. Dude, he won't move him out or AG. Yeah. AG doesn't do shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Come yeah. on. AG uh, doesn't do shit. Dude, the idea. I, I'll be shocked if they go to 20 million. I think. The thing I, is, that, you know, it's disappointing for people who don't realize. Jeff realizes this. The Chargers and every other NFL team, they get $436 million given to them by the yeah. league before the season even starts. Yeah, $20 million's fucking nothing. I, I think they go after... Who do you I, think they go after? The guy from the Lions, Ben, ben Johnson. Johnson. It's, it's absolutely, if you look at what they've done, year in they and year out, they, they, other than Marty, but yeah. Marty and was still... Out. 
but Marty was owed money from Kansas City. Yep. When they look at it, but if for you, Washington, or yes, if you look at their history, yeah, their history is to go after the hot name coordinator, whether it was Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, yep. right? Everybody who, who no one else is hiring after they leave. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, and uh, Staley. Right, had yep. that one year with with the Rams, and he became kind of an interesting name. Dude, they'll go find one of those guys and and hire him. That's ridiculous. You're probably right. Probably right. All right, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll do another show. All right, see you then. Okay, good deal.